Hey guys, I wanted to start the show by thanking the people that are actually listening to me because there are human beings actually pressing play on the thing. I don't know if you listen to the end, but at least you press play. So I really want to thank you guys for that. Uh, so I have some people from UK, US, Germany, Africa, and Cameroon. And I have to say thank you to Brice Charismatic from Cameroon who actually retweet or reposted my my show thank you so much because i don't know i I feel very weird about this and very special anyway thank you very much because i was just feeling i was talking to myself somehow but apparently some people are pressing play so thank you for that and then i hope to see you i hope you enjoy the show and let the show begin then You're listening to Late Night Reflections and I'm Susan Tega. Let me have a little bit of wine and be back. Everything always feels better with wine. So in today's episode, like I said, I don't know how to love other people. And um, yeah, why do I say that? Yeah, well, why do you say that? <laughs> so I just uh, realized that after reading a book. So this episode is a little bit special in this or special, I don't know. But it's just this book, uh, this episode, sorry, it's about the book that I read. And then after this book, I just realized that, yeah, I might not know actually how to express love to other people. Uh, not At least not in the way that they want it to be expressed. So the book is uh, by Gary Chapman, which is a marriage counselor or couple counselor. And the title of the book is The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love, the secret to love That Lasts. So the book is actually read, uh, written sorry, for couples. Uh, and so he goes through different love languages. So actually five love languages, five main love languages that he says, you know, people actually use to express themselves. So um, what he says, so the, what he says in the book is literally that we all have different ways in which we want people to express their love to us or the, or the fact that they care about us. We have different ways of, of wanting it. And and the way we show that we want to be express love is the way we express love to other people. So, for example, for me, if I do care about you, if I do love you, I always try to help you somehow. Do you need someone to cook for you? I'll cook for you. Do you need someone to do your grocery? I'll do that for you. And uh, it's not a mistake that I'm in the industry I am in anyway. So in this book, he literally states the fact that, yeah, every couple do fight or every people do fight in the love relationships because they're all expressing the lo- their love the way they want it to be expressed to them, not the way the other person want it to be expressed to them, if that makes sense. So, for example, for me, I'll, pre- I'll express it how I want, it to- I want to receive love, but maybe the f- person in front of me is not, you know, is not, uh, how would we say, receptive to the way I'm expressing it because he just wants or she just wants to be expressed love differently. So even though I'm single and even though this book is... Uh, written for couples I do feel like as an entrepreneur or as someone who just started a business or even as someone that's worked for 10 years in uh, hospitality and restaurant industry and now in events industry which is literally the happiness industry like I call it where our job is literally to make everyone feel special when they get into the door of my restaurant or like an event I'm organizing or even when I was working campsites like that in France they have to feel, you have to make them feel special. Even though you don't know them, you have to be able in the first five, two, three minutes to make them feel special. 
and especially because, like I said, I'm working even in the happiness industry. So people will come to me because they want to have fun. They want to have, they want to create memories for themselves and the people that are around them. They want to have a special moment. They want to feel special during those days because they're exceptional occasions. So when I came across this book, or when I, I heard about the book, I was like, okay, it's for couples, but at least I can learn how people want to be, uh, how people want to receive love. And if I'm able then to understand that, and then I'm able to kind of guess that when I'm having my customers coming to me, then I can give them a better service. So even though I'm reviewing this book and that is meant for couples, you have to be aware, I think as a business owner or as someone who's providing some kind of service related uh, uh, you know, product, I think that's really important if you're able to kind of read the room around you or read your customer, understand what they want or what they're looking for, and then personalize your, your product or your, you know, your conversation with them or, or even adapt your behavior to what they are looking for. So yeah, basically, in the, in, like I said in the book, he says that we all have different languages or love languages in which we like love to be expressed to us. And the main way to know how someone, uh, to know someone's language is to actually analyze how they express love to other people because they will instinctively do what they want people to do for them, which makes sense, right? So he has five main languages. And of course, he says that, you know, some people are in between or they have two languages or two that are bilingual or anything. So you have to figure out yourself. So the book is quite short. I'll just start with that before dive, diving into the different languages. The book is quite short. It's like 188 pages. I bought it on Amazon. It's not really expensive. And then at the end of the book, what's very interesting is that you have a small test that you can do. There's a for her and there's for him also. That you have like I would say around thirty questions, and you just have to choose or thirty like you know, uh, you know multiple choice question uh, questions if I may say, and just choose what's more close to you. And then at the end, you're able to figure out a little bit what your you know your profile is and which kind of languages you vibe to. Uh, so uh, the five languages he's talking about. So the first one is words of affirmation. So for some people, it's really important for them to express verbally how you feel about them. So it's not only about I love you, saying I love you to someone, it's also giving them compliments or encouraging them when they're having, you know, whether they're doing anything that you might find is really important or you you might find is nice to note it or having any kind words for them. Uh, so one of these things, words of affirmation, I really find it useful for me, like I always try to come back to work really find it useful when I was working and I started managing people that some of my, when I read this book, it really rang a bell on some of my uh, staff members that I had. That was really important to sit with them and tell them, you know, you can do it. I know you can do it and encourage them all the time because they were doubting themselves a lot, especially because I was working with a lot with people that were in English or English wasn't, wasn't the first language. So they had to learn English. They had to come here in UK and, you know, kind of create a life of themselves. And, you know, they didn't have any family or anything like that. So words of affirmation for some people are really important. In, in, in my work, I did realize that yes, some people really do vibe to that. And then you can see the change in the way they work and how much uh, how much commitment they have at work if you just give them those words of affirmation every single day, almost like after the shift, like you did great today, you know, and I'm very happy. And then even though sometimes you have more constructive, I would say it's not negative, but more constructive feedback, the way you kind of 
formulate it all the way you said you have to be very careful to always be in a very kind and positive way if you're speaking to that kind of person so yes this is the uh, like if you're in a if you're someone who is really keen into words of affirmation it really puts you down when someone's always nagging you or someone's saying oh you're not capable of doing that or someone's always finding the you know the pain points or all the things that you're doing bad i think these are the kind of people that if you do that they're just shut down if, especially if you're co-workers or employees and you want to get the maximum of them if you're always saying okay you know you did this wrong and everything and you have to rectify that they won't be able to function for example for me it's not really you know i'm not really vibing to that it's fine if you're not always you know complimenting me or anything but some people it's really keen it's really important to, for them so even though you're not a couple, I think you can still apply it because we're all human beings at the end of the day. The second love language is quality time. So what he means by quality time, and he also wanted to clarify it, and I think it does make sense to clarify it, is that it's not just sitting on the couch and putting a TV show or a reality TV show and just watching it together. That's not quality time. Quality time is when you have focused attention, when you're having a quality conversation without you know, any disturbance or any phone ringing or anything, you know, only app just coming up or any music coming up it's like you have your undivided attention for that person and you're actually interacting with the person so in quality time also as much as it's important to listen which i'm still learning to do well i'm there but i'm not yet like the best listener ever it's also in really important to learn how to talk because to have a conversation you have to be two yeah and if you're not never talking to your partner then they feel like they're talking to a wall. Even though you're prison left physically, they can feel that you're not there. And also quality activities. So sharing an activity that your partner loves or your friend loves show, shows them that you care about them. Now, going back again, like I said, to customers and clients or even staff, quality time can, can help you build this kind of team spirit. So just going out for dinner together, every quarter i would say or going out for like you know a drink or a day out you know doing any activity a lot of companies are aware of that now so they're doing it a lot and some people really do value that more than others you know some others won't just show up because they're like you know what it's my day off i don't want to go there but some people will really enjoy meeting the co-workers out of the work environment and see how they are and learn to know them in a very in a different setting so that's really important for them. And quality time also for me, having now a small business and working with small businesses is, for example, you know, when I'm on the phone with my client, it's not doing anything else than being on the phone, not scrolling on my computer and trying to read anything and, you know, multitasking or anything because people can actually hear it when you're doing something instead of fully listening to them. Quality time for me also what I do is just, Maybe, uh, you know, uh, having an appointment with them in a bar or in a pub or a restaurant and we're having a night out that day. I do that with some clients and I because I know some of them are very stressed because they're small businesses also. So as much as I'm stressed, I know that they are stressed also. So sometimes it helps to just go out for a drink, just a small drink or like a coffee, even like midday. And just for one hour or two, you just chat about anything or your worries or even not like nothing work related. That way you kind of create a, you know, a very unique relationship with them and some of them do value that if you're aware of who is and that's always like about reading who does who does who does value what and then when you know that then you can kind of you know adapt your i would say customer service to them then the third love language is receiving gifts 
So for a lot of people, gifts is a reminder of love, of caring, um, of just thinking of thinking about them, you know. Um, so one of the biggest gifts that you can do to someone is the gift of self, of yourself. So being present, being there when the person needs you. And that's the biggest thing ever. No present, no, no rap gift can ever, you know, top that one. Just you physically be there and totally being there, not just physically, but you're totally there for the person. That's one of the best thing ever. And also your present doesn't need to be expensive, of course. It's just the intention you put. It can be a small card. It can be just being there, like we said, for any important moment. Some people do value that a lot. And like I said, going and like I always say, going back to customers and going back to clients or even going back to staff. What I saw is that a gift also, like they say, a gift of self is... I've seen customers that would call me, you know, very late and I would just, you know, be there and listen to them and listen to whatever worry they have. Or if I had a client at a restaurant and like they said, it's his birthday and I know it's the birthday, I'm just going to give them a small piece of cake because I knew, you know, they told me maybe a week before and I wrote it down somewhere. I would just give them a piece of cake and they would like feel like, oh my God, you did remember that it's my birthday and you did spe something special for me. They would like that. So that's small gifts that I did do during my service. So I would say when I was working in a campsite once and I had this couple that would come every single year for the anniversary of the, you know, of the love because they met during a summer in France. So they always come every single year they'll come. So that year when I was working, people told me, yeah, they always come here. Like that's the thing. I did prepare some kind of special pack for them so they could do all the activities and what the 10 years 10 year anniversary so I prepared a pack of all the activities that they done they did the first time that they met at the campsite you know and that's one gift that made them feel even more special than they did before even though they knew all the staff and they you know it was almost like home but because we did that thing special for them it kind of reminded them of their love story and also it also reminded them how how important they were for us and they were not just customers or just a number somewhere in the book they were really important and they were family to us actually though so the the fourth love language is act of services which is kind of my love language which i've learned uh, act of services just helping someone do anything you know you're the kind of person who just go and do the grocery you just you know clean the plates clean the house you know you give yeah you it's giving you time, but you're doing, you know, you're physically doing something. So act of services. That's something that I'm really big into. And I think that's that's one of the reasons why why I'm in this industry is that literally I like to give myself a lot. I like to feel like I'm, I'm removing some stress from people. So if you have your birthday and you want someone to organize it, I'll always be there. And even if I come and I see that you're stressed, I'm always going to try in some way of helping you out and literally that's my job you know now I'm events planner so wouldn't you I didn't know that I was going to end up like this but that's literally what I do and when I work in the restaurant as a manager that's your job is to actually make sure that everyone has a small a smooth service and it's an easy service and to do that you have to be serving your uh, your employees and you have to be also serving the client so you're always in the service you know, I'm in the service industry literally so that's my vibe and that's my love language to me anyway so that's how I love I love to be loved, if that makes sense. And then the fifth one and the last one is physical touch. Oh my God, this podcast is going to be long, but I'm almost done, guys. I'm almost done. So fifth one is physical touch. And physical touch is not only sexual touch or sexual interaction, if I may say. So physical touch, our body is full of like, uh, how, how do you say it in English? 
erogenous zone. In French, it's erogène. I don't know how you say it in English. I'm going to look for the word, but I'm sure it's very similar. So in French, we would say like erogène zone. So it's very sensitive parts of your body where if someone touches, you kind of feel chill or something, you know? And so some people are really into it. Like if you just touch the arm or you just put a hand on the elbow or something, it just kind of, you know, they like that contact, that small contact. And if you do realize a lot of us, and we, I think as human beings and, you know, as social animals, we really long for intimacy, not always sexual touch, but just intimacy with someone or anyone or loved ones anyways. So I'm not surprised that that's one of the love languages. But like he said, it's not about sex. It's not always about sex anyways. And if you're going to see it on the customer's or service side of things, you know, just offering, for example, a massage to a client, it's re- some clients do really love it because it just alleviates you know, stress to them. And it's kind of a mix of different things. It's also it's physical touch, of course, but it's also quality quality time you're offering them, and you're also giving them giving them a gift. Uh, uh, physical touch can also be I don't know you know having a conversation with someone or having a conversation with a, uh, an employee and just touching their hands is somehow it creates an intimacy between you. Somehow it's, you're not just a stranger. Of course, you have to be cautious about that one because you cannot just go around and touching people, you know. Uh, but for example, you know, some people will hug easily and some will just, you know, kiss on the cheeks. It's also very cultural, but, you know, the hug can be very warm and, you know, very family, you know, wise and hey, how are you doing and everything. So you always, you know, I, the physical touch is a tricky one because you have to figure out where are the boundaries for everyone. But you feel or you know that one of your clients or your customer or your employee are very sensitive to that. It's not, it's just like, holding hands i've had uh, i've had employees that were always like holding hands or anything like that and they really liked that because they felt like they were interacting with you i hadn't you know grew up in some parts of france i was always kind of surrounded by pe- with people that were very touchy so for me it's not a really a problem uh so i'm fine with that but some people might be more you know reluctant to it but i was really fine in my you know everyday life as a manager to always hugging people people just come and hug you and kiss you on the cheek and everything and some of them that was the way to say hi or hello or not and if you were going to back off from that they'll feel like oh maybe she doesn't like me or anything they'll read messages that you didn't intend to so it's just a matter of understanding how everyone vibes so yeah i think this episode is quite long but hey who knows it was the first review i was doing or first you know reflection i was doing on the book so yes, uh, if you work in the, I would say in the service industry, in the events industry, in the hospitality industry, I think this book is really nice to read. It's like I said, it's short and it's a very plain and simple English. He uses like couple examples to illustrate every single thing. Uh, so the title is The Five Love Languages and it's by Gary Chapman. I bought it on Amazon. So yeah, I think you should try and read it anyways, even if you're not in the industry. I think it's really helpful for anyone, everyone to understand how other people work. Uh, yes, I hope to see you on all social platforms like Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud. I think that's the only thing. Or oh, iTunes also. Uh, to tell me what you think about the book. If you read the book, tell me what you think about it. If you're not read it, what do you think about just what I said about all these you know, five love languages? And of course, some of us can have two or three, I guess two or three. And yeah, what do you think about it? Do you think it's something that we can actually use in the business industry? Or some of us are already using it, I guess, but they don't formulate it this way or they don't frame it this way. 
so yeah it would be really interesting to know what you're thinking about the subject of uh, love languages and how you can actually apply it in the you know in the business field not only in the love field and you know in service industry and events industry that would be really amazing i hope to hear about it from you read or hear anyways so i've i'll see you online i guess somewhere or not you know because i'm just maybe talking just to myself and my family members i hope you enjoyed the show it was a little bit longer than usual and i'll see you then i'm susan tiega and you were listening to late night reflections guys and take care of yourself Bye.